Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hi, welcome back. You know, for this episode, I was thinking, what do what do my people need to hear right now? What are you most in need of right now? And I started reflecting on just some conversations that I've had with friends and peers and clients. And I came up with six topics, six tips, six suggestions that I think you're going to need to hear right now. I think you're going to need to hear this right now because it is mid-December. We're rounding out the year. The hustle and bustle is in full force. You're probably spending a ton of money and time on things that are exhausting and maybe having to see people that you don't necessarily want to see and going out to parties or events or not going out and feeling guilty and just all of the things. And you're probably reaching this level that many people I've been encountering are also at. And it is just kind of this level of, I'm fucking done. (laughs) I can't. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. I don't care about your Instagram post. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. I (laughs) just like all the feelings about all the things. So I am hoping that by the time we finish this episode, it's just going to kind of feel like a relief I hope that you leave this episode feeling seen and also just having a better grasp on your own energy and life while we finish out this year. On that note, I almost forgot to mention this. I'm running a free challenge right now. So if you listen to this the day that it drops, I love you for doing that, but also you can still get in on my free challenge that I'm doing this week. It's my Ballsy and Bright Challenge. Again, it's free. It's five days. And I am just going to email you five missions to complete over these five days. And they're easy missions. Because as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, you have probably got enough on your plate. You have a a to-do list a mile long. You don't need more things. Like For many of you, the challenge is just like making it. (laughs) So the whole... And that's kind of the reason behind this challenge is it's easy little things for you to do each five days to kind of bring you back to you, to get out of the crazy and back into your life. Because this can be a time of year where the people pleasing runs rampant, where you kind of push all your own needs and wants to the back burner and take care of everything else. And then you end up you know, ending the year exhausted and resentful. And I do not want you to go through that this year. So this episode is going to help you with that. But also my five day challenge is going to help you with that. So uh, hopefully I can figure out how to do this. Grab the link in my show notes, pop your email in there. And I will on tomorrow's email, I will go ahead and add what Monday's challenge was so you can get caught up so you can get all five. And if there's a hiccup or you're confused about that, feel free to just reach out to me on Instagram too and be like, hey, how do I get in on this challenge? And I will hook you up. So let's get started with the episode. 
So the first tip, the first topic that I want to cover is exercise. Now, many women with a tiring, exhausting, abusive, disordered, however you want to label it, relationship with food often have a really similar relationship to exercise and that it is extreme, all or nothing, good or bad, right or wrong. The the purpose for exercise is to burn calories and change your body. Uh, it's a good day if you work out. It's not a good day if you don't work out. You're, you know, you get obsessed with it and just all the things. So I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions on the exercise front because I really do think exercise is phenomenal for mental health, especially for stress over the holidays. I I, I can't say enough about it. However, in the same way that we kind of have to take your relationship with food, or this is what I do with my one-on-one clients, is we kind of get back to neutral, right? We want to take your relationship to exercise from that chaotic, extreme, abusive way of thinking about it to one that is just like calm, quiet. It's You do it because you want to feel good. So the first thing... I have the first suggestion I have for you is if wherever you're at in your relationship with exercise, this, this doesn't matter. If your relationship with exercise right now is feeling stressful, if you wake up and you think, oh my God, I need to work out. I have to work out. Okay. How am I going to get my workout? When am I going to get my workout in? Or you feel really bad if you don't get your workout in and you just notice yourself thinking about the freaking exercise way more than you want. This may be weird for you to hear, but just go with me. I want you to just completely take it off your plate. I want you to stop anticipating you're going to do it. I want you to stop thinking you're going to do it. I want you to fully commit to not doing it for a week or two. Just completely take it off your list of things. Because if you are falling into this first category of just obsessing about it, worrying about it, wondering when you're going to get it in, feeling bad for not getting in, just like, oh my, okay, but when am I going to do it? Okay, I'm going to get it then. Okay, no, I'm going to get it then. You know, like it's, it's not worth it. And by taking it off your plate completely, you are going to decrease your stress by so much. This is the thing that we do with things we're trying to remember to do too, right? And this is going to be another tip that I'm going to talk about here in a couple minutes, but you just keep coming back to it. You're like, oh yeah, I need to do that. Oh yeah, I need to do that. Oh yeah, I need to do that. Listen, just don't do it. Just stop telling yourself you're going to do it. Give yourself a freaking break. If you are maxed out on social events, family events, work stuff, projects due, end of the year things, exercise may just not be your biggest priority right now. And guess what? That's fine. You can take a week or two or a month off and it'll be there when you're ready. You have permission to not work out right now. 
if the thought of trying to do it, if the thought of trying to add it into your life is giving you so much stress that you're just completely preoccupied with it, take it off your plate for a week or two and see how you feel. Just a week or two, okay? Just a week or two. Just be like, you know what? This is insane. I'm going to commit to not working out for the next week. And on Monday of next week, I can revisit that. Okay? If that just felt like a load off of your back, you definitely need to do this for yourself. Exercise is always going to be there. You can always get back in shape. You can always go back to the gym. You can always put your running shoes back on. It is okay. It is okay. Now, the second part to this, because as I said, I really do, and this might, you know, plug your ears if you're like in a place where this is really triggering or whatever, because this is a little bit of the opposite of what I had just suggested. But if, if you're like, no, I, you know, I, I am at an okay place with exercise. I know it's going to help my mental health. I know I'm going to feel better. Listen, so many of y'all out there are thinking your workouts need to be an hour and need to like be Orange Theory or CrossFit or some really intense workout. And that is not the case. In fact, you know, you may be thinking that and you may be in the first category I was mentioning where it's just consuming your entire brain because you're thinking your workouts need to be this like beast mode rise and grind kind of rigmarole. And that's just not the case. So for this suggestion here on the topic of exercise, I want you to think about 20 minutes, 25 minutes. You go to the gym for 20 minutes. Listen, I used to think that was bullshit. I used to think, what's the point? That's not even worth me getting changed and going to the gym for that. And you know what? Most of my workouts right now are about that long and I feel great because I used to be in that first category too, where it would take up my whole brain and my whole day and I would feel like a failure because I didn't do it. And I'd feel like, oh my God, I'm getting so soft. I'm losing all my progress. (sighs) But A huge reason why I wasn't doing it was because I had this idea of how intense and how hard it had to be, which made my motivation to go to the gym, like it had to be huge because I never wanted to do it because I had built it up to be such a massive thing. So just chill out a little bit, okay? Let's just like 20 minutes, right? If you, you know, commit two to three times a week, 20 to 25 minutes, just start there. Okay. Just, just start there. What we're going for right now is sanity, right? We're trying not to kill anyone for the rest of the year. That is our goal. We're trying to end this year feeling better, not completely fried. Okay. So you're on this topic of exercise, just to kind of recap, take it off your freaking agenda. If it's, if it's stressing you out to no end and you're worrying about your steps and you're worrying about your calories and you're worrying about blah, 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 and it's just taking up all your headspace, take it off the plan. Give yourself a week or two off to just chill. And when, and when those thoughts of, oh my gosh, you should, you could, what if you didn't do this, then you could do, go to that spin class, then you could go do this. Nope. We're taking this time off. Second option there is 20 minutes. 
Go for a walk around the block. Go for a 20-minute jog. Do a 20-minute body weight workout. It doesn't have to be bro time, okay? You don't have to have a big water jug. You don't have to have short shorts and matching sports bras and stuff. (laughs) You can just be at home, body weight circuit. Like You can do that. That counts, and it's amazing, and it's very effective. And you're going to feel great, okay? So... That's been a big thing that I've been hearing in a, with a lot of um, my one-on-one clients is just that that stress with workout because things are crazy. If you have kids or you have family or you just have a pulse, <laughs> like things can get weird in December. So that is my first area that I wanted to cover. The second one I wanted to cover is, <clears throat> this is for the people that are just feeling completely overwhelmed. You're like, I'm literally running around the house. I feel busy all day and I don't accomplish anything. It's amazing. I'm busy all day and I literally do nothing. (laughs) And I've certainly been there. This happens to me more than I would like to admit. So I'm going to share with you the thing that I do that helps my absolutely insane brain chill out and actually get things done. So kind of similar to the thing I was talking about with an exercise is that your brain is going to keep going back to, oh yeah, you need to do this. Oh yeah, you need to mail that package. Oh yeah, you need to get the receipt for that. Oh yeah, you need to pay this bill. Oh yeah, you need to go get your hair done. Oh yeah, you need to make this appointment. It never ends. It never ends. So what I want you to do if you've been feeling scattered and just all over the place is I want you to get it all out of your brain. Put it on paper. Every single thing you've been thinking you need to do, have to do, want to do, would be nice to do, anything you keep jumping back to, put it on paper. And then make a list for yourself. This might seem basic. Some of you may be like, really, Renee? This is the suggestion. But I promise you, If you've been feeling like a a hummingbird just going all over and not getting anything done, this will change your life. You know, I don't know if I have ADHD. I kind of think it's just a big, you know, it's like a buzzword right now. I see a lot of people claiming to help you with ADHD, but I think we just kind of live in 2021 and everyone's insane and we have a ton of stimulation all of the time. And so we're all pulled in a lot of directions. And so what you need to do is learn how to focus your attention. And what this is do- what this does is it gets everything you've been thinking out of out on paper. And then you get to have an honest look of everything you think you need to do. And then you get to make your list of what you're actually going to do. I did this today. I didn't have a ton of call, a ton of calls today, and so I knew I was going to have time to just get things done. And I also feel like I have about 47 things I need or want to do before December 25th, and I knew that if I didn't do this for myself and make that list and get really crystal clear on the top 3 or 4 things I needed to do today, I'd be a maniac. I would just be going all over the place. So I did this this morning. I sat down, I thought of all the things, and then I prioritized the top three or four things I needed to do. And wouldn't you know, I got them done. I got them done. That's amazing. And this podcast was one of them. So I am doing it. This is such an easy thing for you to do. And 
I guarantee you it's going to slow your brain down and help you get really focused and actually be able to cross things off on your list. Okay. The third one is I know a lot of you are going to be traveling, maybe not traveling, but you may see family. You may see family that you wish weren't family. You may see people in your life that you wish weren't in your life, etc. This is just kind of tis the season, right? So my suggestion for this as you go into family interactions and you're hanging out with people that maybe you don't love, but you kind of like are forced to, (laughs) we all have those, right? Is to let them be who they are. This is one of the most freeing things that I work with my clients on. And and we do a lot of work on relationships, relationships with partners, in-laws, parents, peers, coworkers, all of the above, because that's what our life is, right? It's just, it's so many relationships, but especially going into the holidays when you're with probably some family or friends or closer relatives that may drive you nuts for you to be able to experience peace and sanity and maybe even have a little bit of fun and enjoyment is to expect them to be who they are. So if your crazy Aunt Barb always says weird things or Uncle Frank always has one too many Don't go into the holiday party thinking, you know what? Maybe they'll be different this year. Maybe it's going to be amazing and we're going to get along and it's going to be the best holiday ever. Like It sounds nice, right? That sounds lovely. It sounds like something we all want. And the odds of that happening, if every year to your memory has not been that, you will probably be wildly disappointed, Because they have never been that way. And this is the biggest source of disappointment for so many people is wanting others to show up differently. And all that leads you to is resentment. So as you get in your car or as you're thinking about your upcoming parties or events or whatever... I want you to spend a few minutes thinking about the person that's the most annoying to you, like the the one encounter or the one relationship or the one event that you're least excited for, and shift your mindset to the reality. How is it probably, likely, actually going to go? Like, they're probably going to do this. She's probably going to have too much to drink. He's probably going to say those things, blah, blah, blah. It happens every year. And know that there is so much power and peace in letting people be who they are. And at the end of the day, it offers you the freedom. Okay. So moving on to the fourth tip, and this is around food. Sugar in particular, sugar is a big one. We talk about sugar all the time. I talk about sugar all the time. I'm happy to talk about it. I know you've got a lot of ideas and beliefs about it. That's fine. I'm open to it. But what I want to say on this note is you're probably going to eat more than normal. You're probably going to have a few more cookies. You're probably going to have some pie. You're probably going to have some fudge. 
probably going to snack a little bit more. Guess what? It's okay. It's okay. And I, I know that some of you may be thinking, oh my God, Renee, if I just tell myself it's okay to do all of this, like not work out and snack or whatever, I'm just going to blow up and I'm going to be 500 pounds by New Year's Day and I'm never going to work out again. And <laughs> I know you probably, some of you probably think that and it just, you know, what's the alternative is what I always ask my clients. Like the alternative is, okay, I'm not going to eat any sugar. I'm going to make myself do this. And you like hustle and grind and push and you're stressed and you're a psycho to be around. And then you break and you eat all the cookies alone in the dark after everyone goes to bed. So the alternative is, you know what? I'm probably going to eat a few more cookies. Guess what? In three or four weeks, the holidays are over. I'm going to get back to my normal life and I'm not going to have all these cookies. I'm not going to have all this holiday stuff and I'm not going to have all of these events to go to and it's going to be fine. Enjoy it. It's okay. You know, maybe you also make sure your meals are big, right? You make sure you get really full, satisfying meals and that you're not just munching on Chex Mix and Snickerdoodles. But if you find yourself eating a little bit more sugar or candy or stuff that you don't normally eat, it's okay. Tis the season. You haven't done anything wrong. You haven't undone anything. You haven't lost anything. You just ate some food. End of story. Number five, prioritize your sleep. Not Getting enough sleep, feeling tired is personally one of my biggest triggers in life for everything that I don't want. (laughs) Like I'm just not a nice person. I want to eat all of the things. I'm really short with people. I feel just everything is so hard when I'm tired. So really make sure that you're prioritizing your sleep. Nobody makes you do anything. Nobody's forcing you to stay out late. Nobody's forcing you to go to this thing or have another drink or whatever, whatever. Do not forget to take care of yourself right now, especially around sleep. And if you don't get a lot of sleep or you do have a party that you want to go to and you know you're going to be up late, take a nap. Go out of your way to take care of yourself. All right. Number six, my final tip. Less screen time, more me time. (laughs) Come on, I had to. It rhymes. But what I mean by that is put your phone down and do things that you actually like doing. Listen, I am absolutely guilty of this. You're bored, you're sitting around, you're laying in bed, you don't even know it, and before you know it, you've picked up your phone and you're scrolling again. You can set limits on your social media apps if you want. You can take them off your phone if you want. I don't, whatever. I mean, I do that and then 10 seconds later, I reload them, so (laughs) it doesn't really do anything for me. And so this is where it's just, you know, take some responsibility for yourself. Take some responsibility for your mental health. If you know you're on your phone a lot and you feel like shit at the end of the day, if all you've done is scroll, get a book, get someone to go for a walk after work, ask your partner to go outside and do something, you know, 
start a knitting, start a craft, start something that does that's outside of just looking at your phone because that can completely zap your mental health, your well-being and and just like the happiness in life sometimes. You know, I'm not one of those people that hate social media. I actually really genuinely like it. I like a lot of people on there. I think it's it's a great tool. But just like anything, when you do it in excess or you do it nonstop, it just doesn't feel good, right? It does. It's it's not as enjoyable. That spark, that perk is gone, and it's more like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? So, make sure you are. I and mean, you can set alarms in your phones. You can, like I mentioned, ask people to go on walks with you. Ask people to go on runs with you. Like, set yourself up. Take responsibility for your mental and physical health. So these are just the six main tips that I wanted to send you with. I know they're a little bit scattered. I know it kind of covers a lot of areas, but I just, I really feel like each one of these is so important and are main areas that I've heard a lot of people talking about over the last few weeks. So Maybe you can't practice all six. That's fine. I kind of threw a lot at you because, you know, you may not have a thing with exercise, but you may absolutely have a thing with your phone and realize like, oh, wow, I want to do something other than look at my phone for four hours in the evenings. Uh, so hopefully some of these tips kind of got your brain jogging and, and working in new ways to think about how you can take care of yourself, take care of your self. And again, I wanted to remind you that that challenge is going on this week. So hop over into the show notes, click the link, drop your name in the email box, whatever. And then I will send you the next day's challenge when it comes out. All right. I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you soon. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.